Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. It's that time of year where we have almost that awkward season right between Christmas and New Year's. And today we're going to be diving back into our letter of 2 Corinthians. And we're going to be talking a little bit about the, the new covenant as opposed to the old covenant. So to get us back in our place, I know it's been like a week just about since we've been in this letter. Let's hear what we just read in our last episode in 2 Corinthians. This is from chapter 3. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. And and we aren't part of this new covenant. We aren't ministers of this new covenant by our own works, right? It's all because of Christ. And today we're going to be seeing some comparisons between the old covenant and the new, showing how glorious, how beautiful, how incredible this new covenant is. But I thought it was important that we go back to to what this new covenant is. So I just wanted to take a pause and head over to Hebrews chapter 9, starting in verse 13, to hear about the new covenant. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for the purification of the flesh, and that's right, all Old Testament protocols, right, to deal with sin. God gave the people a sacrificial way that, that bulls and animals and goats could be sacrificed to pay for their sin, to cover them, to cleanse them. So if that, if all of that would sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works? to serve the living God. Christ's blood purifies us. He is so, so good. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant, right? We, we could never keep the first covenant. We always fell short of the law, the Ten Commandments that, that God gave. But Christ paid for that. And just like they, they sacrificed animals back in the Old Testament, Christ was that ultimate sacrifice. And what a perfect time to be talking about this. That is the purpose that he came to us at Christmas time. That he came to be born as a baby so that he could, he could 
sanctify us. He could purify us. He could save us by bringing in this new covenant where he paid for all the areas we fell short. And the thing I love about this this verse is that it shows so clearly the contrast that we're going to see in 2 Corinthians. If the old covenant purified us, how much more will Christ purify us? And those words, how much more? That's what we're going to be looking at today in this letter from Paul. So let's dive into 2 Corinthians. We're in chapter 3, verse 7, and I'm reading from the ESV. Now, if the ministry of death carved in letters on stone, and remember, this is the old covenant, referencing back to those 10 commandments on the stone tablets. If the ministry of death carved in letters on stone came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of its glory, which was being brought to an end. And remember, Moses, he he saw God, and his face was, was shining bright. It was so glorious. And this word glory, it can mean great beauty. It can mean honor or renown. Even the old covenant had this glory, this level of glory. They go on, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? How much more? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, speaking of the law, right? The ministry of righteousness, righteousness in Christ alone, must far exceed it in glory. Indeed, in this case, what once had glory has come to have no glory at all because of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was being brought to an end, the law, came with glory, much more will what is permanent have glory. The law was here for a time. The old covenant was here for a time and we fell short. And yet even the old covenant was beautiful, was honorable, but how much more the new covenant of Christ paying for our sins. I know I can sometimes forget how beautiful and worthy of honor the gospel is. The new covenant, these stories we hear again and again the heart of it all, the foundation that we hear over and over again. It can be easy to be numb to it, but how much more glorious is this new covenant? This new covenant that is permanent. That's not just for a time, but absolutely permanent. And that permanence that glorious, beautiful gospel, that new covenant of Christ paying for our sins, that and the Holy Spirit working in us is what gives us joy, peace, boldness, kindness. All the things, right, that that we want to take with us into the new year. Self-control, all the fruits of the Spirit. It's all from that new covenant the gospel. And yes, we've heard it over and over again, but it is the foundation and it is worthy of honor. 
is so beautiful, it should be shared and thought about and referenced and come back to over and over and over again. How much more glorious is the gospel of Christ? How much more does God want to give you? How much more? Dwell on that and I'll see you in our next episode. Thank you.